Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. We're live from PowerShell and DevOps Global Summit 2023 in Bellevue, Washington. I'm your host, Hajit Dalwal. And I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. And I'm Yap. <laughs> Welcome, Yap. <laughs> so we have, let's intro our special guest, again from here. He's well-known, really well-known in the industry, well-respected, and... He's been my long-time good friend. I don't know about you, but he's been my long-time good friend. Yeah. yeah. It's not a competition, guys. It is a competition. <laughs> but you definitely won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first things first. Your name is actually spelled J-A-A-P. Yeah. But it's pronounce it as Yap. That's right. Okay. So, where are you from? So, I currently live in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. And, yeah, always, uh, yeah, I'm pretty Dutch. <laughs> Pretty Dutch. All right. Tell everyone what you do. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm a senior developer advocate at Harness, where I get to play with uh, uh, with a lot of CI, CD, building out pipelines, and talking about uh, about the work that I do. So it's... Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. So you're here at PowerShell Summit, and you are doing some sessions, and you have some... Uh, I believe you have a, like a long session, right? Yeah. A 90-minute session. Yeah. So uh, later on today, uh, today's Monday, the first day of the event, uh, later on I talk about Pester, and how to do that scale and within a bit larger organization. And my 19-minute session is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., so let's see if I can wake up for before <laughs> 9. <laughs> and that one's about Azure Durable Functions. Uh, Azure, Azure Durable Functions, yeah. okay. That I don't know about. Okay, are you familiar with Azure Functions? Yes, a little bit. Cool. So yeah, with durable functions, what you do is uh, you, uh, functions themselves are um, uh, are stateless, and what you can do with durable functions is that you can orchestrate it better. And I'll be going over that uh, and talk about what you can do with that uh, from a PowerShell point of view as well. Okay. So it's been around for a couple of years already. Uh, initially, just for uh, for .NET and a couple of other. Uh, languages, but PowerShell support has been there for, I don't know exactly for how many years, but it's a pretty cool technology. Oh, that's great. Definitely. Anybody question, Mike? So, uh, uh, when did you get in town here? Uh, so, I flew in on uh, Friday, because I don't like to be jet-lagged, especially if I'm speaking on the first uh, on the first day. So, yeah, I uh, uh, spent, spent the weekend in uh, in Seattle, and uh, now happy to, uh, to see everyone uh, again. Yeah. It's a great community uh, we have here. It is a great community, yes, yes. And very familiar faces, you know, pretty much the uh, same type of faces that, that kind of come back and, and, and speak as well at this conference. But we were also surprised when people raised their hands today how many newcomers. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like you were saying 60%. At least 60%, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was quite interesting because yeah. I, I was here last year as well, and mm -hmm. it was fifty percent, and I only thought that was a, a, a huge amount. And it was a smaller event last year because of you know just coming out of COVID and all that stuff. So yeah. I believe this is nearly twice the size of last year's That's event. Possible. Yeah, yeah, which is very encouraging. Mm -hmm. So, what else can you talk to us about PowerShell? Is there any anything new that that you want to you know? That you want to share that people should know? Uh, I think the most 
interesting thing that I that's newest with PowerShell is just the possibilities that you you have with all the all the language models, all the uh, like Code Whisperer, Copilot, uh, ChatGPT, AutoGPT, tying that into PowerShell, having it generate PowerShell, explain PowerShell. There's so many kinds of yeah. so many possibilities with that. It's right. uh, it's really cool to. Uh, to get into that, and I've um, I've used it as a tool to uh, uh, to have people teach themselves uh, PowerShell. Fantastic! Have it explain it to them why it works that way, and yeah, it's occasionally very confidently stupid, but <laughs> I think it's part of the charm as well. As long as you don't assume that you're uh, that everything is absolute truth. Exactly. So, what are your thoughts about uh, Chat GPT with PowerShell? So we've seen. Like lately, people have been like plugging in and saying, "Hey, I'm trying to do this. Create a PowerShell script for me for blah." Mm -hmm. You know, where is that leading now? And and what are your thoughts about that? How do you feel about it? Uh, I think it's it, it, it's a great tool. It can. Uh, I, I I mostly use it for two parts. It's either for myself to get some inspiration of uh, of getting started on the topic. Uh -huh. Uh, we've all heard the stories of people just generating entire blog posts uh, using ChatGPT. I, I find it more interesting to uh, to have it come up with ideas for me uh, because I'm not a very creative person, so <laughs> I can definitely uh, use some help uh, with that. The other part is to have it generate just the boring parts of the code. If you know what you want to uh, what you want to write, uh, you, you can basically just throw in your function and tell it to generate some unit tests and. Then you get your best address, and you don't have to write them yourself. They're That's not. exactly how I'm using uh, Chat GPT right now. Yeah, the downside of it is that it's. Just, I already alluded to it that it's confidently, uh, confidently stupid. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Uh, it can generate best of four tests instead of best of five tests, so they will just fail if you use the new version of best. Have you run into that one? I haven't yet. Okay, but that's uh, a good, good point though. It I is. Think about the different versions. You know that that ChatGPT spits out, and you have to be careful about that. ChatGPT, in my opinion, is a lot like I always address my own blogs. <clears throat> I always tell people when they take my code from my blogs that look, this is a primer. This works in my environment. It's probably not going to work in yours. You need to know PowerShell. You just can't take it and start using it in your environment most of the time. And I kind of look at Chat GPT that way. I'm telling it that I need so and so blah, uh, so and so script written, and have it write it, and then I come back and fine tune everything, mm -hmm. modify it. Yeah. But it, it, but as you said exactly, it did the grunt work yeah. of actually having to write the majority of the script. Yeah. No, exactly that. And one of the things that uh, I, this comes out after my talk, so I can talk about my talk as well, I suppose. One of the things that I did with uh, with Pester in combination with uh, with ChatGPT is that I, uh, whenever a uh, whenever a test fails, uh, I submit both the the test itself and the code that it tested to ChatGPT, and I ask it to uh, to solve it for me. By, bo uh, by uh, both fixing the test and fixing the code and explaining what the fixes are. And then you can choose whether the test has failed because the test is long or whether your code is long. And you have two uh, working solutions. So that is something that I've been uh, been integrating into, uh, into pull requests. So when a pull request comes in, a test fails, it will come up with an explanation of why the test failed and what you can do to fix it. So you 
Oh, well, you know, um, and and there's been talk. I heard some talk even at the MVP summit last week. Um, I'm, so you weren't there, I'm assuming. Oh no, I was uh, unfortunately couldn't make it there. So at, I heard some talk there of even people were scared that uh, Chat GPT was going to kill uh, scripting with PowerShell because obviously Copilot and all. But you know, it's a long way off from that, in my opinion. Um, at this point. It's probably going to be down the road, but it's not like it's able to come up with these ideas. And I'm trying to remember what's the name of the uh, position for being able to communicate with it. Uh, is it process engineer? Prompt, yeah. Prompt engineer. That's it. So that's pretty much if you if you got kind of the skills, in my opinion, if you have kind of the skills of a prompt engineer and, you know, PowerShell coding, you can kind of mix those, mix, uh, mesh them together and be able to efficiently write code in a much faster time frame. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I like to see ChatGPT as a, an intern on his first day. Yep. Can, can do things, will make a lot of mistakes, but will take some work away from you as long as you are aware of the limitations of your intern, or in this case, ChatGPT. I love that. I'd never uh, thought put an intern position, but yeah, that's perfect uh, uh, analogy of that. Cool. This is great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way you're using it too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting like results that don't work, and you plug it back in, and then now you got you know a couple of different uh, versions of it and stuff. Yeah. Do you block? Do you have this thing? These things block somewhere? People can can. Um, no, but I, 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 I should do a lot <laughs> a lot more uh, with that. Okay. I, uh, I, I think after this, uh, after the conference, I'll uh, throw out a couple of blog posts on this, uh, on this topic. Yeah, I think, I it, think it's uh, really important. Yeah. And, and especially your use case, the way you're approaching it, it's, it's phenomenal. Well, I can say this. Uh, this is one thing I've run into with uh, GPT. So I've, I've asked it to uh, write some scripts, and obviously it's not always accurate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's been way, way off, mm-hmm. not even close. And, but the impressive thing was, I, I, and I don't recall what the script was that I asked it to write. It wrote some, uh, oh, it was the connector. Uh, I said, uh, write a connector for uh, configuration manager. I was wanting to um, uh, link PowerShell in with it. It wasn't even close on that. You know what? Uh, I, I finally went back, grabbed. I was just being lazy. I grabbed off my blogs, finally found it, an old one where I'd written the connector. And I, I told ChatGPT, I said that it was wrong. And I said, this is the right script. And it accepted it and learned it. And that's, it's learning, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's exactly what Yap does, right? Yeah. So he's getting these things. He's telling it back, hey, that's, that's wrong. Here's the right you know, uh, but there's one thing I do want to clarify on this too. We're saying Chat GPT, but it's actually GPT because Chat GPT is the interface. Yes. If you're doing the web interface, but mm-hmm. um, you know, there's other ways uh, through mm-hmm. APIs that you can access GPT. Yeah, yeah. I, I use the API and I just invoke uh, less method directly. Uh, directly. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a turn in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going to your browser, that's too much context uh, switching. No, that's awesome. I think one of the challenges with it is that uh, the code base it's been trained on is also the existing code base of, uh, of PowerShell. And there's obviously more old code than new code. And as we're all aware, um, probably people listening to a PowerShell podcast as well, a lot of the code out there is far from using the best kind of coding practices. Yes. So 
you can see when people so, sometimes people still generate objects by piping it to add member and mm -hmm. creating gigantic scripts just to create a single uh, a single object. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you see that coming back uh, in the results uh, as, from GPT as well that it comes up with oh yeah. I would never create an object like this <laughs> because it, it, it's harder to distinguish between good coding and bad coding. I've, uh, uh, yeah, I've seen some of my old coding in my <laughs> blogs, and yeah. it kind of makes me shameful, but also it also reminds me where I started. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I, there's nothing to be shameful of. You had to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then you improve over time. You get build your skills and stuff. Fantastic. The other thing I want to ask you about before we, we end, uh, security. Yes. What are your thoughts about PowerShell and security uh, in terms of, you know, we, we, we've talked about, uh, you know, Mick and I on, on our shows about, you know, vulnerabilities out there, there's uh, bad actors, mm -hmm. you know, using PowerShell to do bad things. Mm -hmm. And, and where, where, have you seen the space have you oh yeah absolutely um, uh, we've, uh, we've we've had a couple of uh, security talks as well because okay. there's some some offensive engineers uh, in Europe that uh, that talked about using some of the uh, some of the red teaming purple teaming frameworks to uh, to find weak spots in your infrastructure I think and it's not just PowerShell, it's any kind of programming or scripting yeah. language that yep. is popular and functional and performs well yeah. uh, is going to be used for offensive purposes. Uh, I think the work that they did with uh, all the logging capabilities that come with PowerShell are very outstanding. So the, I, I think it's not the best language to, uh, to use for offensive purposes because logging can be enabled and yeah. you, you can... Uh, you, you, you can get a lot of information about attacks by enabling uh, logging. And you can always say, yeah, but logging can be disabled. But yes, of course, when someone's already in your system, it doesn't really matter what they run, if it's PowerShell or if they just directly... Uh, exactly. Command line. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I never think that a specific language is, uh, is the problem. I think uh, PowerShell comes with a lot of... Uh, uh, with a lot of capabilities to help you if you mm -hmm. get uh, if you get attacked using PowerShell. Exactly. Yeah. And that's also where uh, JEA comes into play up big time too. Just enough administration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, great advice, great information there. And any last words? Uh, happy to see you guys again. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And how do people find you? Uh, so I'm on Twitter, Yap underscore Blesser, uh, GitHub, just my name as well, Yap Blesser. LinkedIn, also Yap Blesser. All right, everybody find him and I could in. Otherwise, you can ask ChatGPT. Even ChatGPT knows who it is. There you go. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> try that. All right, until next time, it's been great having you here. And um, uh, thanks for doing this with us. And we'll see you around this week. And uh, until next time, you know where to find us. I'm Pooch on Twitter, H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm Mick Pletcher on Twitter, uh, Mick underscore Pletcher. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.